We are live. It is here. It's Tuesday, the 19th of September. My name is Jay Cleveland Payne, the media observer from the Conversation Project, bringing you things you might have heard for this morning. And we're going to give for you in mere moments the latest in yesterday's information, politics, current events, and pop culture news. Your supplemental's go-to source for both mainstream and individual news stories is right here with us. And every single weekday morning, 5.50 a.m. live, we give you a rundown of stories. Today, it's eight stories from top 15 from the past day. And you you are going to love them because you already told us you loved them or you hated them or you had a kind of a eh about them. You vetted the stories and I curated them for the eight for this morning. And there's try eight, just eight. We went towards the script today. If you want to go more details about what we do every single day, go to our website. This is a conversation project.com and understand how things work out. Uh, if you're watching the video, we have the teased up in the teaser graphic. Mr. Bill Maher. We'll talk about him and the talk shows that are now not going back to work because it's writer strikes that's one of the stories in the eight stories continue today uh let's you know let's just get into it today is september 19th 2023 these are eight stories that were curated by you or curated by me i should say but they were vetted by you ahead of time starting off with michigan state set to fire football coach Mel Tucker amid the sexual harassment investigation. We pulled it from USA Today, but it was all over the place yesterday. This The university, Michigan State University, has notified head coach Mel Tucker its intent to terminate its contract for clause. And this is one of the things that happens on those big scales. They tell you they're going to fire you and they take a couple days to deal the deal. Now, I guess it gives them a chance to work out some sort of deal for severance or just kind of back away as you know, saving face in some cases. But instead of just dropping him and being done, he's got seven days to respond to the notice, the termination for a contract for cause to, to deal with that. The Office of Civil Rights uh, will continue to deal with this because it could be an issue on that end. We're dealing with a, a bevy of different people who are essentially jumping on the case of Michigan State and sexual harassment causes. Uh, National advocate and sexual harassment survivors Brendan Tracy says that many folks are dealing with um, the comments that he's made and the fact that he, um, of course, we're not going to go deep in detail. Click the link to go to see the actual details of what he actually did. And it's pretty gosh darn nasty. Let's go with that one. We want to keep it as an E rating for the morning or keep it away from the E rating. Um, e for everyone, not E for explicit in the morning. It's bad. It's real bad. It's real bad. The hearing was been pushed back, but now the time is coming where they're just going to get rid of him. We'll see how that plays out. Debris has been found in the search for the F-35 fighter jet that went missing after the pilot ejected during the mishap yesterday. Now, I have some history, slight history with the F-35. It was a new jet back when I was getting into or getting out of the Air Force, the newest jet to overcome and overtake uh, the current versions. So we had some updated, updated model, but it had all sorts of just quirks and bad things and was delayed and no one liked it and things like that. Uh, here, we're having basically every single F-35 has been grounded and not been released to clear to fly at the moment after the mishap where the pilot ejected and then they lost the plane. They essentially found debris of the plane uh, yesterday so they can stop the search. Now they can actually, you know, go pick it up and figure out what happened. But at the moment, as of yesterday, before they actually found the plane, they basically grounded all F-35s because something's wrong with them. Something's been wrong with them since their iteration 20 or so years ago and something's very wrong with them now. So they're going to try to figure out what the deal is. As I was preparing for this thing yesterday live,
Sorry, caught in a little sneeze there. As I was preparing for this live yesterday, the news broke of the release of the pending release of five Americans in a prisoner swap with a deal that was negotiated by Joe Biden. Five Americans from Iran returned home yesterday afternoon, uh, released to return to um, Qatar uh, to be dealt with uh, later on, being checked out on the way back to the United States. And in return, the United States flew five Iranian hostages, prisoners, whatever you want to call them, back to Iran. Oh, by the way, we also released six billion dollars to Iran. Uh, through um, Cutter, money that was taken away from the banks that was being held in South South Korea and now being managed by Qatar, Cutter, how you want to call that, where they'll be able to make sure it's only spent on humanitarian stuff like bread and medicine and not weapons and things like that. We'll see how this is playing out. Now, the big thing is Biden negotiated a deal that gets Americans home. The thing that's becoming some of the issue is, yes, we had to give people up, which happens all the time. And $6 billion is a big bounty to get people home. However, six five Americans who've been detained for a while, some of them for many, many years, are back on American soil and should be back on American soil by now, by the time we say these words live on the air. Let's go to the writer's strike, or technically the talk shows that are affected by the writer's strike, because essentially all the daytime chatters and all the nighttime chatters and all the chatter, chatter, chatters have writers behind them. And Bill Maher, who was very vocal about saying, oh, we're going to do this without writers. They're overpaid. They're asking too much stuff or whatever. So he was going back to work like many of the shows, which are obligated to do that. Bill Maher and real time, not as obligated as the daytime shows. Headline reads, Bill Maher postpones return to the air. The latest TV host to balk at working during writer's strike. Why is he going back to the air? Well, because he's Bill Maher. He has a reason. He has a master plan, if you will. The writer's strike seems to be negotiating well and things seem to be going better. So why not go back to work when they're ready? Why not just why jump ahead of the gun and let them wait until they get things settled up, you know, since they're almost there? Are the words he said. Not the fact that everybody's getting blasted for going back to work without writers. Shows that actually have gone back to work without the writers include The View, Tamron Hall Show, and Live with Kelly and Mark. You'd think Kelly and Mark can kind of get around with some chatter without having writers, but, you know, it's it's a show. Uh, the biggest uh, target so far has been Drew Barrymore, who has been all sorts of bad with this one. But other shows have said they're going back and backed away. One big one is um, The Talk, which is very, very big about saying, oh, they actually had picketers at their show. What's going to happen for Bill Maher and the rest of the crew who actually decide to back away from the work again after saying they're going forward? We'll see how that plays out. Katy Perry sells music catalog to Litmus Music for reported $225 million. That doesn't mean Katy Perry can't sing her songs anymore. That just means another company is now managing their music, the masters, recordings, whatever, so they can basically sell uh, the rights to her five studio albums for stuff, to movies, to others, um, compilation stuff, to other people for the rights going on. Artists are cashing in while they can. A lot of people are waiting. A lot of people have waited till the ends of their lives or ends of their careers to kind of get more money. But we're finding out that the younger artists are jumping in pretty quickly. And she's only got five artists, five albums and she's not that old so why not get the money now and stick with it and just add more money to the catalog or have a second catalog we'll see how that plays out playing out in front of our eyes is more drama with ariana grande and more drama with divorces and breakups from celebrity folks our headline for this morning is the official breakup of under Ariana Grande and Damon Gomez after two years of marriage our robot editor did a very poor job of giving us information but essentially we know that Grande and Gomez are no longer a item, no longer married as they're 
dropping there, that whole thing, uh, where the divorce is happening at this point. Grande is being seen uh, with, without her wedding ring and, of course, has been seen in some places with other folks, which has brought all sorts of other rumors uh, happening all course of place. Remember, Grande was actually originally, or, or previously, not so much originally, previously engaged to um, Pete Davidson, showing that that guy's got all sort of pull all over the place. Uh, right now, the ending of this, we add this to the list of the long list of breakups of 2023. We will see at the end of this year, there's usually a big list of, you know, deaths to talk about celebrating people, the lives of actors and musicians and famous folks that we lost. We have a long list of relationships lost for this year. And I don't know if it's necessarily out of, out of the ordinary, but it's really, really in our face this year. Starbucks is going to face a lawsuit because their fruit drinks apparently don't have fruit in them. Starbucks was ordered to by a federal judge to face a lawsuit claiming that there's several of their refresher fruit beverages actually had no fruit in them. The Seattle-based Starbucks said its product's names accurately describes the drink's flavors. It's flavors. The baristas could have had dispelled any confusion by saying it's fruit flavored, no actual fruit in the thing. Judge said that unlike the term vanilla, terms like mango, passion fruit, and aka Akai, Asai, however you say that, are understood representative flavor without also representing the ingredient. Vanilla is a flavor that is an ingredient in something. Vanilla flavoring is vanilla inside the flavoring. Mango is flavoring, but doesn't necessarily mean that mango is a mango. The judge dismissed a fraud claim and the unjust enrichment claim and said that plaintiff's lawyer should represent the proposed class. There, you're not getting fruit in your Starbucks. So there. Meanwhile, the son of El Chapo, that being the, um, his name being Ovidio Guzman, has pleaded not guilty to trafficking charges. He's been extradited to the United States to give some wins to the presidential, the president of, of, of Mexico to say that he's doing something for that. We will see how well the charges will stick for Ovidio Guzman. And now that his um, now that El Chapo's wife is free, of course, she spent her time, did all the full time. We'll see if any other family members from the El Chapo family can can do this of course uh the kingpin awakin is um guzman is uh, of course doing his time and spending his time away we always bring up his hippos when we bring this up because it's, it's a funny topic but uh we will see what about will happen with the son of el chapo and the charges he's doing for extraditing of fentanyl and other drugs to the united states and our apologies, errors, and omissions for this morning. We have one thing to bring up, and that is another strike. The UAW rejects the Salantis wage hike offer. They tried to go higher, not high enough. Strikes are continued. Now, what we don't have in this story, and we don't have actually posted at the moment, is the rumblings of more strikers, more people going on strike for auto workers come Friday. A new deadline for a new, actually good proposal to be released uh, is being released. And the union members are saying if that doesn't happen, the, the targeted strike at various places, more people, more plants shall strike come Friday. We'll probably talk more about that in our details here fairly soon. But for right now, there's a quick hit for that. Our teaser story for this morning is one that's, we, it's, to be honest, I'm doing this live at 6 o'clock in the morning as I'm saying this right now. And we've got a lot of stories posted ahead of time this morning, really busy from, from last night this morning. This one's going to take a while to get to, but this is one that's sort of bubbling up within the ranks of the TV talk shows this morning. So by this afternoon, it'll be primed and ready to go. The headline for the teaser story is this. Trump denies wrongdoing after report he wrote to-do lists on classified documents. 
Trump is saying he did nothing wrong. What people are saying is so some of these classified documents, many of the boxes, many of the papers that he had at his Mar-a-Lago place, he wrote to-do lists on his aid, to his aides for that. It was basically scrap paper to give to aides to go do stuff. And that's why classified documents are basically all over the place because he just took something, wrote on it, and went around. I can believe that a man like Trump can do something so crass, but do you believe so? And you want to go deeper into the story, this discussion. It's very simple to make this happen. We just go to the feeds and you tell me this is the story, that one of the stories we'll be talking about for tomorrow. Go to facebook.com slash this is a conversation project or twitter.com or x.com slash th underscore conversation and engage in the stories. You like it, you hate it, you love it, you share it, you put some love into it, you put some hate into it, you reply to the stories and the higher the engagement score each story gets, better chance we have of talking about it the next day. The next day being done Wednesday, we'll talk about eight of the top 15 stories that you choose are the tops based on engagement. When we talk about Donald Trump, we have actually a couple Donald Trump stories lined up in the queue, which is interesting, but this one not going out for a while, so you may have to wait for it, but by the time it pops up there, oh, this will be big time news or maybe glossed over for the next thing Trump has done. We shall see going forward on that one. Let's talk about our sponsor for today, and we're choosing to talk about AppSumo. AppSumo is a great way to lessen your bank account and maybe raise ours by offering up great apps for you to get better productive in your work or find ways to do better things for your business. AppSumo gives you deals, and most of them are lifetime deals or very, very, very marked off deals for limited early time deals to get into brand new apps and brand new programs, brand new services and training as well uh, that are trying to fight their way into both integrate in new stuff, a lot of AI stuff, and also make a wave and make a fight against some of the established stuff. Now, many big time names have started off as AppSumo deals and you can find your next deal at AppSumo and you can find it through us at this is a conversation project.com slash AppSumo. This is an affiliate link that helps us to keep things going. When you stop by, tell Uncle Noah we said hey and get that next deal and keep an eye on your bank account because you'll find more deals than you can afford. And so you have to start to basically uh, ration it. It becomes like new toys. You want more new toys because new great things are out there. So check them out at AppSumo. The Conversation Project lives at this is the conversation project.com. Stop by our website and let us know how we're doing. Email us at the conversation inbox at gmail.com and let us know how we're doing. Stop by the feeds on Facebook and Twitter and let us know what to talk about. You do that every single weekday and, of course, through the weekend as we use that same numbers to get into the weekly shows, the weekend shows as well. And if you think we're doing a good job, stop by the website, click the partnerships page and see there's a way to connect with us. Various ways to connect with us directly so that we can do, hopefully, more better things in better manners. We like to bring more people on to the Conversation Project. That takes resources, time and money. You can help us with both of those things by checking out the partnerships page and seeing how you can help us help the world do more great stuff. And now, as promised, the second show, the fun stuff, begins right now. Fun stuff always begins with birthdays for the day. And this day, the 19th September, is no exception. Starting off with Soledad O'Brien, who's 57 years old on the day. Now, this is a day where I have two future ex-wives on the list. And if you think that's a pretty long list, well, first I have to you know, find a way to not be with the, the current wife who isn't going anywhere. But once that's down, 
I've got plenty of time and plenty of options to get into. So Lydette O'Brien, the news anchor, the Doc Mirindy, pretty awesome lady, is 57 years old on the day today. Jimmy Fallon, who is kind of in the news, but not in the news today, specifically, of course, the talk show host who's also hanging out with nothing to do because of strike, still doing the, um, the, the podcast with the other late night guys to sort of show people behind the scenes what's going on and what all those things, and still getting flack for not being such a great guy. He's 49 years old on the day. We'll see how that plays out in the next couple weeks, hopefully sooner than later with the strike. And Allison Sweeney, another future ex-wife, is 47 years old on the day. Of course, getting her big break as Days Are Lies as, as Sammy Brady, the sometimes evil, sometimes sweet, sometimes misunderstood Sammy Brady, moving on to other things. And now she's essentially a staple in the Lifetime movie universe at the moment. But still... On the future ex-wives list, she is Allison Sweeney, and she is 47 years old on this day. Let's go to our history lesson for the day. Going back for September 19th, starting off in 1881, this is the day that James Garfield, the president, died of wounds inflicted by an assassin more than two months earlier. We've had plenty of chances for people who, did, who die from assassin's bullets um, within days. James Garfield took two full months to actually pass away. That's saying a lot for President Garfield. In 1970, the Mary Tyler Moore show premiered, debuted, as the words say on the front of me, on CBS. And in 1982, another big-time new thing, the first smiley-faced, ASCII-based emoticon. Remember when we called them emoticons? Maybe you don't if we weren't back in 1982. It was posted online. It is the colon and then the dash... And then the parenthesis, or, or the I'm sorry, the the not the parenthesis, yeah, the the yeah, the, the the thing, and it's a smiley face. Back before they became pictures and poops and thumbs up and you know all sorts of things. Before they were um, um before they were emoticons, before they were emojis, and now they're everywhere. Let's go on to our celebration for the day. Celebrate good times on the 19th, and it is Talk Like a Pirate Day officially on this September 19th. Today is a day you get to say R a lot and, and walk around. Don't necessarily have to have a parrot on your shoulder, but a lot of people talking in, in pirate slang today. Now, it will get really old really quickly, so just, you know, your mileage may vary on your talking like a pirate for the day. But go ahead and get a quick R in, you know, Métis and talk about, you know, booty and, you know, shimmery timbers and things like that and, and all that stuff. And Davy Jones's locker and Seven Seas and for a look up those out pretty early in the morning so you know you get your quota in and then you go back to just the rest of the day. You, you got a full day to get through, so don't try to stretch it. Stretch it. Don't try to push it too hard. Get your talking like a powered out early, so you can, you know, chill for your test your Tuesday. And finally, one more thing you might not have heard: if a child is between seven and nine, there is something you can do to boost their academic success. Read to them. A study found parents usually stop reading their kids around age seven when they are capable of reading on their own. But those extra two years will help children develop a love of reading which studies say give them a better shot at success in math and English. Now, what you get for reading to your kids when they can start reading, you get a chance to help them read more. You can read the more advanced things and they can hear the stories and they can read along with you and learn how to read better. It's very big, very important to keep reading to kids as long as possible. By the time they're 10, 11 years old, obviously they should be reading on their own, doing their own stuff and being more independent and reading to you a lot more in those cases. My 11 year old doesn't, you know, she likes to read and then we read together and it's like, no dad, I'm going to go play video games now. 
because she's 11. But reading to kids a little bit longer, right past the time when they can read the, read the, on their own, is a great way to help keep them reading, keep them successful, and as we said, better in math and English, believe it or not. We did it. We're done, and we did it sub-20 minutes. This has been Things You Might Have Heard for September the 19th, 2023. My name is Jay Cleveland Payne. Thank you so much for being a part of the show with us, doing the thing, getting it in, whether you're here live and commenting in for the live show at 5.50 a.m. Bless you all. Or if you just stopped by and saw the recording sometime down the line today or in the future, thank you for taking the time to get the news as we present it here. We like to think we're presenting you a large swath of news, not necessarily better news, but a better choosing of news and chosen by you uh, every single weekday morning. So thank you for helping us choose those stories. Go to our feeds on Facebook and Twitter and help us choose those stories. You've got to do that or I have nothing to talk about. It's like just going down the list. It's just like that. Make sure you're staying limber and hydrated and on task for all the grand things you as a human being on this earth. When the 8 billion people sounds like a lot, but guess what? You mean a lot to a lot more of them than you think. So make sure you're doing what you can to be here as much as possible. We're going to be here tomorrow. We're going to do our best to be here tomorrow, like we said, and offer you eight stories, maybe nine, sometimes I get a little frisky, that you deemed as conversational so we can share them with the world, give you something to chat about on your way into work or when you get to work or if you're working remotely, you know, in your chats, uh, on your text phones while you're you know, ignoring the your Skype calls going forward. But we got you covered and you'll have us covered and we'll do this again tomorrow. Thank you so much for being with us today.